Tom Parry. Matt Boyle, good day to you, my good, good man. Good day to you, my fine fellow. How art, how art thou? Hot, sweaty, but well, thank you. I don't know how people go on when they do podcasts because uh, they can't have any sort of background noise. They can't have windows open. They can't have fans on. They must. People who podcast must be very sweaty. Yes, I am. Are you very so. sweaty right now? I'm not because, fortunately for me, as a person who does a podcast, I live in Denmark, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, temperatures not exactly soaring um, here. Yeah, I live on the fifth floor of a block of flats, so perhaps, you know, heat rises, doesn't it? It does. And you know what's going to get my temperature up, Tom Parry? Talking about video games. So let's do it. It's Tom and Matt Attack. Video games. Yeah, video games. Not really been so much on my radar, just lately. <laughs> if I, I have, have to be honest with you, Matthew. I have played a few. Oh, some great. To well, completion, even. Oh, wow. So you've had uh, some time to play the old video games. Well, I, I realised uh, on a trip to my local library um, that they had a lot of new PS5 stuff in. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to have that, I'm going to have that, I'm going to have that, I'm going to have that. And... Um, Lo and behold, before I knew it, I had lots of games, and I was like, oh no, but I don't have any time to play these, and they're all 14-day loans. So it, <laughs> it wasn't ideal. Yeah. Um. However, I I have played some of those video games. Um. I guess, uh, to, to start off with it, oh, actually, we should probably address the fact as well of, surprise listeners, even though this feels like we've done two consecutive podcasts in a row, um, there was actually like three or four weeks between these. Um, I posted mm. it so it wouldn't feel so jarring to you for us to just drop an episode in the middle of a three-week hiatus and then have another three-week hiatus. So there you go. We're, we're back. We're talking about Tell my attack, the most inconsistently um, posted podcasts on the web. Well, I mean, no. it's more so people don't think like, wow, you've played a lot since you completed Final <laughs> Fantasy sixteen. And no, no, I haven't. I took like three weeks off playing video games. And then I did the podcast and we talked about Final Fantasy sixteen, mm. And then I played a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's mm-hmm. pretty much how it goes. Um, yeah, one game I did play. One game is a game I believe you've played. I'm not sure if you've played the demo or if you actually own it, because it does actually show your little your little avatar. Well, you should know I've played actually it. played it, if we're talking about Street Fighter. No, we are not, Oh, Tom Parry. okay, because that was the first thing that jumped into my head. But, I mean, yeah. that, one, that one, of course I know you've played Street Fighter. I just we, saw that talk- you were playing Street Fighter, so I thought I, you were going to talk about Street Fighter. I am. Right, okay, let's talk about Street Fighter. No, I want to know what this other one is now. I I was gonna say I beat Cult of the Lamb. Who? Cult of the Lamb. Should I know what that is? Have we talked about it before? Or have I talked? Um right, okay, so Cult of the Lamb is a roguelike game. Oh um, no. It, no, it's no, a term no. to action combat <laughs> turn based um thing. Which is interesting because like I said, I'm ninety nine percent sure your little avatar is in the friends who've played this, but someone maybe someone no, else has a lot of I certainly I, I certainly haven't. Maybe someone has the same avatar. 
Um, yeah, Cult of the Lamb. It came out last year, I want to say. Um, very well received. Um, at the time when Inscription came out, um, I was told by friend of the podcast, Mr. Kipling, hey, you should probably check out Cult of the Lamb. It's really good and turn-based. But you should also check out Inscription. And then when both of them eventually launched on the PlayStation 5, it was like, should I play Cult of the Lamb or should I play Inscription? And he's like, you should play Inscription. Um, And so I did, and I enjoyed Inscription, yet I never finished it. Cult of the Lamb, however, Mm. um, was a fun time. Um, It's by a studio called uh, Massive Monster, and essentially what it is is... um, it you are a lamb you are the last sacrificial lamb for these old gods uh, these prophets of old gods because they're like well there was a prophecy that one of you was going to rise up so we're going to kill you and then we don't have to deal with this because the prophecy can't be fulfilled and so you are killed but you are resurrected by the demon thing that hmm they didn't these prophets didn't want to resurrect to say like you shall be my vessel on earth go spread the word of my teachings and so what it ends up weirdly being is an action run based like roguelite where you are playing as this lamb and you go in and you get weapons and power ups and stuff matt stop me for a second when you say run yeah. run like run like R- roguelite Oh, what was a the run, run bit? Ba- a run-based rogue light. Now, what what do you mean by run-based? Right. So every time you go into the world, because it is a rogue like, it is procedurally generated. You do a run. Yes, you do a run of these worlds to try and do yeah. it. Um, it it is a rogue like because you are getting new items and stuff every time you're going in. It's like Hades, you know, like it's yes, not guaranteed yes, what power ups and stuff you're gonna get. But there is a, why I say roguelite rather than roguelike, because, you know, we need to define these things. And the two things sound very similar anyway, so it's difficult, isn't it, sometimes? It is, it is. Um, Is that there are progressive elements, much like there are in Hades. Like, you can level up stuff outside of combat that will then aid you on future runs like you get yeah. more health and stuff like that yeah um and how you do that is um you have a weird like animal crossing style village full of people who are devoted to your cult um and you you make them houses and you set up small villages and you let them craft for you while you're in your dungeons oh that's kind of interesting it is um it's quite I like cutesy. That. is that a, um, is that a unique idea or is that... i I would say so. I think mashing these two things together, I've not experienced anything like this, which is probably why it was it was nominated. I don't think it won for a BAFTA this year for like best game because it it's a pretty novel concept. Um, it so it it's kind of got, I would say, Animal Crossing slash Happy Tree Friends vibes. Do you know to what it. I thought when I saw? I was just looking at some screenshots. It reminded me of that one on Cartoon Network with the blue cat. Oh, um, Gumball. Gumball. That's what I f- thought when I first yes, looked at it, the... It, it, it's, yes, aesthetically, I would say it's pretty close to that, but I, I why I reference Happy Tree Friends is um, the, you, you're a cult, um, and, you know, a cult of the devil. Um, yeah. So, you, you know, you sacrifice people, you do stuff, like... You, <laughs> Cute you c- and sinister together. It is, it is very... 
it is a very cynical game about mm. organized religion and the effect of that on people um but it is done in a very tongue-in-cheek uh hey we're we're using cutesy animals oh isn't it a shame that you've just stabbed a sacrificial dagger into the heart of this to raise your xp oh isn't that really fun it it's very satirical it's very very tongue-in-cheek mm. Some some things, and I'm like, mm, do we have to do this? But okay, but you you do actually get to make moral choices in the game of like, am I gonna make it so everyone's afraid to be? Am I gonna be like fire and brimstone, or am I going to like entice people with the thoughts of heaven and all of this kind of stuff? Again, it yeah. is very tongue in cheek. It is a, it is definitely a comment on organized religion. The rum based stuff is quite fun. Um, I played it on the recommended difficulty. And I didn't really find it that challenging, to be honest with you. I I walked through most of it pretty quickly. Um, I think it's a really good one of these. Mm. I have talked to a few people who have played it, and they're like, oh, God, you managed to finish that. And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that long. And they were like, oh, I got distracted by the town stuff, and so I never finished the runs, or... I couldn't be bothered doing this place or I couldn't figure something out, so I dropped off it. And so, unlike Hades, where which is a game that I think a lot of people invested times in because the storytelling and the art of the world and everything was so rich, I think Cult of the Lamb is one of those games where you kind of need to beat it pretty quickly because I think it outstays its welcome and becomes a bit repetitive if you don't. I see. Okay. Um, but uh, honestly... It's pretty good. If you're looking, if you're looking for a game with a dodge roll and the ability to smack people around with a giant hammer, I think you could you could do no better than Cult of the Lambs. So, really um, fun. what were you playing this on again? I played it on the PS5. PS5. Because um, you got I, a copy from the library. I did get a copy from yeah. the library. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's good. I I liked it it's so much so that I actually was like, hmm, maybe I should maybe I should actually pick this up if it's on sale. I checked the PlayStation Store. It wasn't at the time of recording, so I was like, ah. Oh, but that, that says it all, isn't it? I'll pick it up if it's on sale. Yes, and I mean, yeah. well, to be fair, it's because I beat it, right? Like, I, there's there all, I can, all I can really do is go in for a harder run or mop up the achievements, but the achievements on this game seem very tedious. It's like, collect every tarot card, collect every fish, collect every... Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's literally hundreds of these, and they're all procedurally... I mean, they're all procedurally generated. There's no guarantee that you can even unlock these things without playing for hours and hours and hours, and that's just not how I want to spend my time. So it's on, like, everything. Mac, even. It's on Mac. Yeah, it is on Mac, Tom. You know, there are games on Mac now. Yeah. And True Windows, story. and Switch, and PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox XS. Wow. Um, the whole shebang. Yeah, so I, you've got I no mean, excuse actually, to uh, not play it if you want to play it and you have any sort of gaming system. I would be very curious how it runs on Switch because even PS5, the one negative thing I can say is load times between oh. exiting the dungeon really? and generating the levels can on be PS5? quite... On PS5? On PS5. So it's not particularly well optimised for PS5 then? It doesn't seem that way. And no. again, I have nothing to compare it to because I have no other version of it but no. yeah yeah i don't know like some stuff is like hmm this yeah. feels like this is it oh and there's also this weird thing that happens the day is on cycles um the game is played on cycles like day cycles I see. so obviously like when you're growing crops or you're doing these things 
you are depending on it being daytime and mm. then like all the occultists go to sleep at the night and all that I, li- I like stuff. these ideas these concepts of yeah strong it it it's it's got a really strong foundation i don't think there is enough it it all feels in service of the of the runs and i think if they kind of made it so you could kind of do a bit of both and really enjoy it and like really engage with those systems i think it would be stronger but there's a weird hitchy thing that seems to happen every time it switches from day to night it seems to like lock for a second or two and i'm like is this game frozen i don't mm, i don't know why okay. that happens. so some technical it. issues with the game yes and it's optimization yeah. and performance particularly on the ps5 it seems but yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it will be fine in other places. I imagine what they will have done for Switch is the same thing they did with Hades, where they just drop all the graphical revolu- uh, resolution of a lot of stuff and yeah. like take out some of the effects. So, but you know, uh, it seems like a good platform for it because it see, Switch seems to have become a platform where uh, there's a lot of these farming games and stuff. And if there is that sort of crafting towns like Angle, yes, Animal Crossing Angle, then there. Uh, Perhaps it's quite at home with the Switch audience, perhaps. Yes, I yeah. I think so, but I do not think, uh, like a Stardew or like an Animal Crossing, this game would particularly hold someone who is just into that. Because I think yeah, a lot of the... You say the focus is on the roguelite runs. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. And yeah. all of the... All of the materials you need and is required to get stuff like gold or stone or wood or whatever you need to do the constructions, generally you're getting those on the runs. So you oh, do need to engage with that part of the game in order to do the farming stuff. But if you like both, then this is a game you, for if you. If you like both, quids in, um, which yeah. I did. So hmm. I, I, I think Cult of the Lamb is great. If you have a means of checking it out, if it's on sale on your platform of choice, give it a go. I think it's a pretty good game. Ace, right. What's next? Do you, have you literally not played anything? Well, no, I have. But I, I, the thing is, when I play stuff, I never feel like our audience is going to be that interested because they're going to say, oh, he's been... So I'll start off. I've been playing episodes Star Wars Racer Revenge a little, right. which is a sequel to Episode 1 Racer, which comes yeah. as no surprise if you listen to the last episode because I said I've been playing that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, so I've play, <laughs> played through to completion that game on uh, Xbox One and Switch. You know, I've liked it so much I played through on two consoles. Beat it twice on two <laughs> different consoles. Wow. Yeah, well, I beat on the N64 as well. But I've only got a beat on the PS4 now, so I should probably do that as well. <laughs> I don't have it on PS4, so I'd have to actually get a copy of it. But I, I think it's readily available on the store, right? Yeah, but that's why I went to play episode... No, it's not Episode 1 Racer Revenge. It's more it's like Episode... Called it's called Star Wars... Wars Racer's Revenge, but it's more Racer Episode Revenge. 2, right? Because Anakin's all grown up. Anakin's... He still says wizard, though, despite him being uh, an older fellow. Do you do you think that they intended to have some pod racing in Episode 2 and they cut it out, but that game still exists? Or do you think that they were just no. like, oh, this is really popular, we should make a second one of these? Yeah, I think it was more to do with the game being popular than... Perhaps the concept of putting pod racing in episode two. Yeah, I wish I wish there was more pod racing. I wish I... there was more podcast podcasting. 
There's no podcasting in the Star Wars universe, Tom. (laughs) Pod racing in general. But, you know, to talk about uh, Race of Revenge, which I probably have spoken about before on the podcast, because um, first time I played through that game was when I was staying in Denmark, um, when I was doing some work over there. So I may have talked about it before. Apologies if you've heard me talk about it in the past. But it's a bit different from Episode 1 Racer in that you don't, have to push forward in order to build up the meter to let you boost. Right. Because in the original pod racing game, you're having to hold forward until a meter gets to the top, and then you can press A, and then you can and you can boost. In this game, you can boost uh, with R2 anytime as long as you your um, engines are in a good condition. Yeah. Because like the original game, the more you boost, the more it affects your engines and you need yeah. to repair them so in this game you still accelerate on say x on on the playstation or like a on the whatever um nintendo console not that it's on a nintendo console so i don't know why i'm saying that <laughs> anyway um <laughs> you uh do your boost with r2 but say you just press it you don't have to push forward you just press it and then when you want to repair you hold down l2 and r2 which is yeah. a little bit different because I think you just hold down one button. Well, I know you just hold down one button on the N64 or the or whatever console you're playing the previous game on, Episode 1 Racer. Uh, the, so it, it feels like a lot more friendly if you're new to the game because pod racing is really fast, um, yeah. very, very dangerous, dangerous. As, as you know, and you really feel that on the original game. This game feels a little bit slower um, than that, especially the... Um, the latest, the re-release versions, because I think they've got a, like 60 frames per second. They feel very fast, whereas the N64, there's a bit of slowdown here and there. So compared yeah. to the previous game, it feels a bit, a little bit slower. Not not incredibly slow, but it just feels a little bit more uh, easy to get into if you, you know, if you're not used to fast racing games. Yeah, I would say. Um, but it's very good. The graphics are amazing. Obviously, it's a huge step up from the, the previous game. Uh, I can't fault the graphics uh, at all. It looks great playing this PS2 game on a PS5, as I was with a PS4. Um, but it's one of those games which isn't like a, a full remaster. It's like an emulated PS2 game. Okay. You know, you've still got the PS2 opening screen. Have you encountered these on the... Uh, PS4 at all. They've no, got versions of Grand Theft Auto that are like that, and um, there's a few other games which are just emulated PS2 games. I no, I haven't experienced this at all. That's oh right, yeah, it's one of them basically. So don't expect online play. Don't get confused when it says press start and you're pressing start. It doesn't do anything or options or whatever because. In these emulated games, they move start and select to either side of the touchpad. Yeah. So so remember that. <laughs> okay. I've played a few of these. Uh, I think uh, the King of Fighters were PS2 games emulated that you can get on PS4. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. so there That's you go. Um, I like it. I think it's, it's a little different than the previous one, but if you're after more pod racing, I don't think this would disappoint. The graphics are amazing. Watto looks really good in in the game if you want a good looking water which doesn't tie in with the films because by episode two Watto's looking a bit worse aware yes you know a bit more facial hair hat very smelly um yeah. it's not that version of Watto. so 
I don't know if this game came out before episode two or not. It was in development before episode two. Quite Maybe. Possibly. Because it does it. The only thing that's similar is, I suppose, Anakin looks the same, which is episode two. He does, yeah. That's the only thing that's kind of stuck in my head about Reese's Revenge and watching. Yeah. But you get a few different yeah. planets uh, that I don't think you got in the previous game. Like, you know, the Gamoran pig guards from uh, Return of the Jedi? Yes. Yeah, you go to their planet of Gamora, I think. Yeah, makes sense. And a few other planets that you don't see in the last pod racing game. So. Pretty good. You can pick it up for four quid, I think, on PlayStation platforms. I don't think it's available on Xbox or, or um, Switch because it is just the PS2 game emulated. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to see actually on the old internet if there is a way to see what it's on. No, it just seems like you're right. It seems like it's yeah. on PlayStation Four. It because it, it, it was on that. Oh God, what was it? Um, it was like a limited edition Battlefront PS2, if I remember right, with a Darth Vader controller, and that oh, came with, with a lot of preloaded games. games. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly though, that also came with Super Star Wars, i.e., a Super Nintendo game. So yeah, which is also available separately in the store, as a lot of these old games. Also available in physical versions. As I've seen a double pack with. Oh, this is with the old pod with Star Wars Episode One Racer and um, what's that game with the clone troopers? Um, uh, Republic Commando. Republic Commando, yeah, I was going to say. So you can get those two in a double pack. This one, Race of Revenge, was released on the disc version uh, through Limited Run, because I've got it. Because I like yeah. that game so much when it came on Limited Run. I was like, oh yeah, I'll have a physical copy of that as well. Because my PS2 copy of it is doesn't work properly. Yeah. This guy, I think the disc is a bit damaged. Anyway, I I might have one you can have, Tom. I love it. It's all right. Well, I have the 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 PS4 one, so I'm not in any. And you uh, have the memories. I I, yeah. Um, The Pod Racing series of games, I I I would love to see a third instalment. So it'd be great if that could happen. Probably won't. I'm sure it never will, unless Disney do the gritty Pod Racing show. (gasps) This Pod, yes, Pod Racing spinoff. Why of all the things they could spin off from Star Wars, a whole sort of Pod Racing thing would be excellent. Maybe an animated thing even. Because it would be ludicrously expensive, as I imagine those original Pod Racing scenes were to film. They could call it "This Is Pod Racing." Do an animated show. Yeah, I'm good with that. I I want a Pod Racing show. I don't think Pod Racing was that popular. Is the issue, Tom? Like people like the games, people not so much in love. Well, with it was the... it's a fantastic scene in the film. It's probably one of my favourite scenes a, in I, that film. I'm actually a defender of that scene also, but you and I are in the minority there. Anytime I no, talk about this, excellency, everyone I've spoken to agrees that the pod racing scene is one of the highlights of the whole film. Oh, I I know a lot of people who don't like that scene. I think it's the length, but it's, it's not that long, especially in the theatrical version. No, in the theatrical version is like three or four minutes like it's, it's short there's only a little extra in the dvd blu-ray versions as well yeah in the to be fair in the dvd and blu-ray versions i think it's a couple more minutes i think it's like double yeah minutes. maybe there is but more pod racing for us exactly hey this has been very pod this pod's been very pod racing heavy should, should Perhaps we... you should talk about something now, and I can yeah, shut okay, up cool. about pod I, I will. I will talk about the game that you alluded to at the start. Um, I've been playing Street Fighter Six because they had that in the library also. Um, as I want to do, I looked at it 
um, and I've made the jokes previously. And I was like, well, I'm just going to make a very cartoony-looking Kazuma Kiryu, and I'm going to play through on... this as him. If I you want to see, ones. check out Matt's uh, Twitter, or yeah. X as... That is cool now. I'm not gonna. Yes, I'm on. I'm on that service. I I don't even know what the fuck to call I'm it. I'm confused because now tweets are posts, right? There's no, no now, tweeting anymore. I don't even think they call they they have a name. They they posts, have some. They're called posts. I I saw it. I thought they gave them some stupid other name. Well, last um, time I saw the app, which seems to be changing all the time, um, rather than saying tweets, it said posts. I yeah. I thought. I thought they'd been given some weird X name. I You'd think remember. so, but no, no, they went for the simple. That's good because uh, I I'd seen lots of stuff flying around about it. I'm not talking about that service, Tom. Fuck that service. It's fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Twitter, but I thought well, one one point before we move on is the, like Twitter but chitter. Is that what you're going to say? I, no, I look after several documents where it has branding in it yeah. for Twitter. Just yeah. think of all the shops and all the publications and all the digital media which uses that Twitter logo and name and how everything needs to be changed now. I mean, I thought about this because like, there was a point in time where I played with the idea of becoming a social media manager because I figured, mm. I figured out how to do social media pretty early and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to manipulate people. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, if I was a social media manager now i would have to know about x i would have to know about facebook obviously instagram the old one snapchat tiktok uh, but in this last month alone you would have had to have signed up for a threads account you would have had to mm. have signed up for a blue sky you would probably have had to figure out how to use mastodon you would have gone on a hive i'm like man life's too short <laughs> none of this shit matters but still the big three are facebook instagram and X well, now. for now. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones that, you know, I featured in the past. But, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just hard work. I, I would have rather them kept it as Twitter because now I've got to do extra work to change it. <laughs> I'm sure Elon Musk has big concerns about you and your workload. Anyways, um, Street Fighter, I've been playing it. If you go to X at a game ball, you will see my Kazuma Kiryu. I have That's seen that. I have seen better ones out there, um, and I will probably aim to replicate one of them a bit closer, because I think people... I couldn't... With the character creator that's available in Street Fighter Six, we've talked about it before, essentially when you do this world tour mode, which is the stand-in for a story, you create your own avatar and you level it up, etc., etc. I I didn't think that the tools would be able to get me as close to the game as I wanted and so I purposely was like well I'll try and make a cartoony version because I cannot get that I can't get the face shape right I can't get the definition in the cheeks the right way so I'll just make him as cartoony as I can and honestly upon reflection he looks somewhere like the love child of Kazuma Kiryu and um, what's his face from Tekken there's a few Tekken uh, characters the, the older Kazama not Jin but his dad Kazuya Kazuya thank you yeah. Um. I was like, oh well, I'm happy with that. It's fine. And then I've I've seen people actually do really nice curios, and I'm like, I should just I should just go and use one of these. I think it'll it'll be funnier if he looks. I I like how cartoon. It's he your looks. one though, isn't it? It's really unique yeah. to you, which is better in a way, isn't it? It is. It is very funny in cutscenes though, because I just when it was there's an option in those character creation to make the 
you set like the facial expression by default and i was just like everything else is zero i'm just having angry so he's just his yeah. very his very prominent oh, eyebrows yeah. are just very prominent the entire time yeah. so um, you've been enjoying that mode enjoying's a strong word um oh i've been in, i well i haven't played it for a while but when i was i was really getting quite into that i i have played it quite a bit so have my, you, you, the bag, you, you had to find the materials to make a, I, a bag. I did, yes. That's I what I, the, last thing I remember. <laughs> I made the bag. I've gone past there. Um, yeah. What what ends up happening, Tom, is... You, don't when don't you, spoil it too much. No, I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil what actually happens in the story. Don't worry. Okay. What I find very irritating about it is, is because there's level mechanics and everything at play here. You get into fights at certain points in the story where characters can hit you with just like a regular punch and it'll take off half your health. Mm. And then it's a I'm higher like, level. Well, not even that. They they might even be a lower level, but it's just like, oh well, they are they are their stats have been leveled this way, and I'm like, this seems needlessly unfair. Mm. For me. I've not encountered I've... this yet in the game. I felt quite. Uh confident in in the battles that i've uh, played i had so to until i hit them until i hit a brick wall um there's a there's a part of the game where you have multiple two round battles with opponents um and yeah i i managed to do the first two even though it felt like the compete the ai was definitely ramped up to mm. make this feel better but i was like oh but i i haven't really thought about you know, like actually playing Street Fighter in this mode the entire time, and now suddenly you've thrown this in my face where I need to look at frames and look when I can actually land throws versus just like going in and beating the shit out of people, which is kind you of. You said this fr- is sudden, a sudden change in difficulty. Yes, it is. A there, spike, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, well, it, 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 it becomes a. You enter a tournament. And you have three. Ah, subs- yes. You have three subsequent battles with like two round, like classic Street Fighter best yeah. three batches. Um, but it's really hard. Like it- I think that might be where I'm at because there's posters for a tournament. There's part uh, yeah. like a. Do you have to like put up posters or take down posters you or find go- posters? You have to find posters. Find and posters. honestly, so far that's that. After that, it was the most tedious part of the game because rather than go- just going to the just going to the tournament place where the tournament is, they decided, oh, we're going to add like an extra three missions in here where you need to run around the city and fight people. Right. And I'm like, why did you just put all the tournament people in the tournament? Because this is really annoying. Because I'm running around trying to find these people and getting into these random battles, which you seem to have okay. increased because of this tournament. Hey, I hey, don't Matt, know. It's quite funny though, isn't it? The the dialogue and such. I I found it to be quite entertaining so far. The exchanges I, between the characters and such. I have I find that I found the writing quite charming. Like I've actually yeah. liked the world. I like less the hey we're in this big city and we're going to give you a world map and you're going to fly around the world and then you go to these places in the world and there's like one screen that feels oh yes cheap. you just travel to a different country don't you just like oh, that could, and you can't oh, move outside of the boundaries of that one screen can you no exactly it feels really weird i yeah. i will give a slight small spoiler when i went to italy and it was literally like fucking roman times and they're yes, in the coliseum yes. well i've fighting. done that 
Yeah, no, I've I've said it for like oh, for our the, listening the audience, audience, Tom. That was the weirdest thing in the world. Like you go to Italy and you, I'm like, oh well, you know, it'll be in like Venice or something. But it's like no Rome, and everyone's like fighting to the death in a coliseum because I guess this is just how Street Fighter is. I was like, this feels really out of place with all of the rest of the world. Yeah, well, London is what you'd expect. London feels like it's from like the 1800s, though. It feels really like <laughs> industrial. It's really odd. Every, everything is very stereotypical of of the place. Yes, that it's yes. representing, isn't it? Yes, so. it is almost to a fault, to be honest with you. But it's it's, it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I do like those special moves that you get to traverse areas which you've been unable to get to previously. Like the, the you do you do the spinny kick. The yeah. spinning bird kick to, you know, travel across uh, canopies yeah, yeah. in the streets and. Things. I think how they use that stuff is really smart. Yeah. I just again. I didn't. I didn't want to, have to like. I just wanted to be Yakuza. Is the issue, and like honestly, the entire oh, yes. time I've been playing it, I'm just like. Should I just play Lost Judgment? Should I just play the Yakuza game I haven't played that I currently got rather than doing this and chasing these pitfalls of like Well that's else? the problem, you're coming at it from the wrong angle. No, I'm not, because it ninety percent <laughs> of the time it is just Yakuza. And then now it's like, right, cool, now you need to concentrate and I'm like, okay, I need to block, block, and now I need to press L1 to do the counter parry, and then I can do a throw, and then I need to block a couple of times, because every one of these hits they land is just taking like mm. more of my health bar than anything well, I can even do, even with like a special like counter. I have to say that doesn't encourage me to go back to it now, being the uh, casual gamer as I am. I th- uh, I think that you would probably. I mean, yes, there's definitely the casual gamer aspect of it, which is the thing that's annoying me. I also just think you're better at Street Fighter, so I think you'd be fine. Oh well, we'll see about that. I don't know. So- I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't unlocked any of the like Ryu and Ken training masters yet, so I'm still no. using what's his face's thing, and maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Oh, maybe yeah, what's I, his face? Luke. Luke. Maybe if I yeah. changed from being Luke to someone else, then. Well, I've I only would done Luke and Chun Li. Have you done anyone else yet? Yeah, I've got a couple. I've got okay. Luke. I've got. Um, Chun Li. Chen Li, I've got the the woman I beat her in the Coliseum. So the she, woman. oh her Maria, is it? M- something like that, right? The the yeah. lady whose hair looks like a Roman gladiator. The, the, the big woman. Yes. Yeah. Um, I beat her in the Coliseum, so I got her power. Um, I I have Blanca, I have DJ, and I have. Oh, cool. Well, you played a bit more than I have then. Somebody evidently. else. Yeah, I I think I have like six styles. Um, I I looked and I was like, when can I just when can get I throw Ken. a fireball? When can I get Ken? <laughs> and apparently Ken is very soon. Apparently oh, there's a way that I could theoretically go and get Ken now, which I might do. But you get it as part of the story if you just wait a chapter. So I'm like, oh, I I'm want some wait. Ken. I'd love some Ken. Honestly, it would make some Kenergy. I would just know what to do. Like this is the thing. I've like. As great as this idea is of like, oh, well, you're going to experiment things. I haven't met Zangief. I haven't met Sagat. I haven't met Ken Ryu. Oh, your favourite. Slash Akuma. And so I can't do... I can't play Street Fighter the way I want to play Street Fighter. So Mm. 
Okay. Or Guile. Fair enough. I, t- I would take Guile. I would just do flash kicks all day because I have that timing down to an art. But I haven't yeah. been given a chance to do any of that yet, so I'm just struggling by with So Luke's you have mixed powers. feelings about Street Fighter. What is it? Six. Six. Yeah. Yeah, the World Tour mode specifically. I mean, I I like it. I'm still playing it, but like... I'm I'm at the point already where I've I think I've reached my barrier for yeah, it's a fair bullshit. few hours you've played it. I imagine if you've done all them masters, you've met all them. About four, I think. I, Just four sure. hours. Yeah, not too long. I'm, I've I, done I, that, and I've only done I mean like two masters. That's interesting. Yeah. No, because the playtime comes up at the start, and like when I went to play it this morning, I think it said two hours, or maybe that was yesterday before. I can't remember. No, I know. I feel like I played it as much, but not got as far as you. I had to waste a lot of time getting um, dye for my trousers as well for my Kazuma Kiryu costume, and then I re- I was looking at other people because I was like, can I get a can I get a shirt under a jacket? And yeah, I can in chapter fourteen, which is like mm. the, the last but one chapter. So I will. I will be shirtless this entire time yeah. um, with my really bad dragon tattoo because it's the only dragon tattoo available in the game. But yeah, you're fun. quite limited, aren't you, in what you can do with the customization until you um, unlock more and more stuff. Yeah. Uh, my, my guy's just sort of an exaggerated, beefed-up version of myself, really. Oh, yeah, okay, I imagine cool. a lot of people will try and do that, I suppose, which is what exactly what I did. Strong parry. Strong parry. Um, Tommy Paradise. Tough parry. Um, tough paradise. I, th- I think he's called Tommy Paradise. I think I might have called myself that. Tommy Paradise is is good. I like that. <laughs> tough. Good tough name. Oh God, tough parry. I'd forgotten about tough parry. <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you're kind of enjoying Street Fighter. Kind of. I don't. I honestly, I have to take it back to the library in a couple of days because someone else has reserved it. The bastards. So I don't know. Maybe this will be the last you hear about me playing Street Fighter. Maybe I will okay. put it down. Fair dues, fair dues. Yeah. I've got something interesting I can uh, talk to you about, actually, Matt. You should do that. Which is good, because this is meant to be an interesting podcast, which I hope it is, listeners. I think this is, has been interesting so far. I feel like I'm digging myself into a hole. You are. If this is, but if go this for is it. an I'm, interesting... I'm just, then, I'm just uh, here with the popcorn going like, if, oh, interest <laughs> me, Tommy. Then, 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 then move on. But I happen to think this is interesting. Okay. I was actually watching GameSack. We all know about this yes. YouTube channel, don't we? Probably, if yes. you listen to this, you're familiar with it. Anyway, um, looking at games, or was it Joe, is it? He was looking at games that um, have been um, reinvigorated or um, brought back. Uh, that like, like Mega Man, you know, like the, the, the new Mega Man. I'm trying to think, God, well, where am I going with this? New Doom, you know, resurrected, yeah. okay, in mm-hmm. the future. Um, Splatterhouse, and one of these games was Sega Rally, and it was chatting about the Xbox 360 PS3 Sega Rally game, which in the States is called Sega Rally Revo, I think. Yeah. Or Revo, I don't know how you pronounce that. Anyway, so that's a game that I quite enjoyed, but the handling does take a little bit of getting used to. It's, it's quite particular. It's quite different from previous Sega Rally games. So when I found out, there was actually a game called Sega Rally Online Arcade released on Xbox Live, which okay. tweaked the handling so it felt more similar to older Sega Rally games, but retained a lot of the same tracks and cars and graphics and such. Yeah. 
I was very intrigued. So so I looked into this. Oh, can I still download it for Xbox 360? Now, I yeah. found out the game had been delisted. I was like, oh, that's a shame. And I thought immediately, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to download this. And then doing a little bit more digging, I found you can buy codes for it online from eBay. Oh, interesting. Uh, and I found a seller who it was recommended, uh, legitimate. And so I went on there, bought it's based in Germany, bought the code. And minutes later, he replied with the code. Okay. You know, it's like, wow, <laughs> that's really good service, I thought. So he's definitely on it, the seller. Um, so if you just search for uh, Sega um, Rally, it's arcade got a stupid online, name. Did you call no, it? it's it's Sega Rally Online Arcade, which is a really weird combination of um, words. Uh, you can get it for under a fiver on eBay. The seller has a few codes left, apparently. Um, it says almost gone, but I don't know. If it's £4.20 I got it for. for okay. Sorry, four twenty euros, which is equivalent of just under £5, I think. Uh, now, the seller, if anyone's interested in this, is uh, Sparfuchs Castle. Okay. I'm sure there aren't that many people selling codes. I'm sure those interested will just Google it. <laughs> just, uh, just, just Google that. Uh, but that seller is uh, is good, from my experience at least. So the game itself was everything I'd hoped it would be. It was the, the, the great graphics from that previous Sega Rally game with the more familiar Sega Rally-style handling. Now, it, look at it like um, Sega Rally... Xbox 360 PS3 Lite version. It's yeah. not got as many tracks. It does seem to have quite a lot of cars. Um, so there's probably not as much game there, but what is there plays really well, and I okay. highly recommend it. And I was just so surprised it even existed. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I or just... Probably I dismissed it in the past, just thinking, oh, that's just a, like a light version of the full game. Um, yeah. Probably, maybe even online only because it has online in the uh, title. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would have thought. It does have um, a single player uh, uh, championship. It's only three tracks. <laughs> it's three tracks, but if you come first on all three, you get a fourth track. Um, there's quick races. There's even a classic mode which gives you the original Sega Rally track and the original cars. And you can, yeah, that that's fun. Quite nostalgic to play that's that that's cool so for under a fiver if you're interested you've got an xbox 360 i don't think it's playable on xbox one or anything um you might want to try that one out i was just checking when you said the words uh, arcade because i was like I, I saw a racing game that i didn't realize was in the arcade still when i was in wales but that was Cruising Blast, which I know came out yeah. on the Switch at some point, mm-hmm. but I didn't realise it was an arcade machine first, and apparently it was released in 2017. But I was like, oh, hmm. I, did I see Sega Rally? I mean, I definitely saw some Sega Rally in the arcade. But yeah, there is a Sega, Sega Rally. Rally 3, which is probably the, cl- it's the closest arcade game to this, because Sega Rally yeah. 3 was based around that other Sega Rally game, which really confusingly in the UK doesn't have... Um, it's just called Sega Rally. Uh, but yeah, th- this one, I'm not sure about that previous one, but this one, Sega Rally Online Arcade, is done by Sumo Digital, who are very solid when it comes to racing games. Yes. Uh, 
Sonic and no, it's uh, Sonic, Sa- Sonic and Sega All Stars yeah. Racing. Also, uh, yeah, as you say, Transformed Outrun Two. Uh, I'm just checking that other one. Yeah, the other one was done by Sega Racing Studio and Bugbear. And um, Bugbear did the PlayStation Portable version, whereas this online arcade version is done by Sumo Digital, and uh, okay. it's really good. It's probably if you like that kind better. of thing. I know. Yeah, the handling is great in it. Feels very comfortable, very easy to play. Where the other yeah. one, yeah, the other Sega Rally is cool, but yeah, it's it's quite difficult to get to grips with the cars in that one. Okay. Um. Whew. So now that you've gone on a long talk about racing games, I'm going to go on a long talk about Gundam. Oh, that's fine. Um. So what happened, Tom <laughs> Parry, was I was looking for something to watch because I was like, ah, oh, I want to watch an anime. I want to watch something you know that will will tickle my fancy and mm. i i opened crunchyroll as i want to do and i was like well there's nothing really here that i fancy watching and there was a recommended for you thing i was like okay let's have a look at what crunchyroll thinks that i want to see um and if you remember way back when uh when you were still even living in denmark i believe i went yeah. through a phase of watching a lot of gundam did you no i can't I remember <laughs> no i so i I I probably didn't mention it on podcast. It probably didn't come up. I I watched a shitload of Gundam. Um, I watched the original uh, 0079. I watched uh, Zeta Gundam, which is the sequel to that. And then I started watching some other stuff because there is a third show in that original run of Gundam called Gundam Double Zeta or Gundam ZZ, as you will see it written, but it's pronounced Double Zeta. Um, and I'd not been able to watch it because the way... At the time, I had to watch original Gundam and Gundam Zeta was through dubious means of VPNs with Crunchyroll. And then uh, in the end, I actually had to buy a DVD because I could not get the the last few episodes of Zeta in a decent quality that wasn't like early internet anime rips. And so I was like, well, I'm going to watch this. And then when I tried to watch Double Zeta, it is regarded as fans as a terrible series it wasn't really available online and there wasn't it definitely wasn't a dvd slash blu-ray remaster of it which there is now and oh, so cool. it is available on crunchyroll and i saw it on the list i was like well i never saw it i should probably watch it um i'll, I'll say for you out there who are curious about it who were like oh is it this that's on crunchyroll now you kind of need to just get through a couple of episodes where they just like, oh, I know what everyone really liked about Gundam. It was the screw, the screwball hijinks and lightheartedness, and so they try to make Gundam like a kids' comedy show for a couple of episodes, and it really doesn't work. Hmm. Um, but by by episode twelve or so, they get back to sad boys and robots, which is why I'm into Gundam in the first place. Sad boys and robots for life. Um, so I I watched all of Zeta. It was good. I was actually watching the the last movie in the dub in the universal century stuff until the unicorn which is a later series called shah's counter-attack mm. movie doesn't make a lot of sense it's on netflix um beautiful animation is sunrise it's the people that did the transformers movie and so it just looks amazing it's from 1998 mm. i would recommend watching it on visuals alone because it looks sick um so i in that vein i've been seeing a lot of armored core stuff going around i'm like 
Ooh, I haven't played an Armored Core game in a while. Should I play some old Armored Core? And what I ended up doing was, while looking for Cult of the Lamb in the sale, bringing this all back around to the start of the episode, I saw that there was a game that I've been long curious about called Gundam Battle Frontier. Oh, not Gundam Versus. I noticed that's on no, sale as well. It, the, I'm going to get the full name of this title, otherwise I'm going to murder it because it's a really 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 long title so zeon versus federation mobile suit gundam (laughs) battle operations code fairy is the name of this that's ridiculous yes it is a single player version of an online mexas tank game is the only way i can really describe it called uh, mobile suit uh, gundam battle operation Code Fairy okay. is a single-player version of that online game, which you know is very much like Chrome Hounds as opposed to Armored Core, because it's very okay. you are a big tank, but you're also a robot. Chrome Hounds, the Xbox 360 game. Yes, which is also made by um, God. Why can't I remember their name? Dark Souls people. Why is it from escaped? Software? From Software. Thank you. I wanted to say Frontier and Frontier uh, the people do it. Is Chrome Hounds on the PS3? Is it just an Xbox? Game? I don't know. It was definitely hmm. an early title for the Xbox 360, which is why I played it. Um, but I don't know. I think it made it. I think it may have been ported yeah, at some point. Quite possibly. Uh, no, I, it says on the them their Wikipedia's. It was only on the Xbox 360. Interesting. Um. Yeah, Chrome Hounds, not great. Not my not my favourite. Oh, wasn't okay. The FromSoft mech games, but anyway, to to entice myself to do this, I I downloaded this game. It's very was it odd. Cheap? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it's usually quite expensive. It's usually like a full price game, and it's usually also like a hundred and eighty kroner per chapter, so like twenty quid an episode. Oh, that's ridiculous. Um, yes, the reason is it is not only fully voiced, but it actually has anime built into it, like actual anime cutscenes and an anime mm. opening and an anime okay. closing. And each each of the, the chapters is like technically like five subsequent episodes from what I saw. And so between the battles, most of the stuff that plays out is anime. It reminds me very much of the Sakura Wars games. And that is why I have a bit of an issue with it. Oh, it's so, um, a mobile game. It originally was, yes. Hmm. Um, the operation called Fairy was specifically a console version. It only came out on the PS4 and PS5 because, like I said, it is a mashup of the actual games and then also anime. So, like, there's a lot more going on than just the mobile games, but it definitely sixteen quid, Matt. Yeah, it definitely suffers with the traps of a mobile game and like the bits between combat that aren't anime very much feel like a mobile visual novel and the writing isn't very good at all. Oh no, this isn't sounding good now. No, um, it's a weird experiment, I think, of like them trying to make like an interactive Gundam show. I really, really haven't clicked with it. And I bought them all because they were all on sale and they were all like a fiver each. And I was like, well, 15 quid for this is the most I'm willing to pay. Let's give it a go. And it's just not very good. Um, So oh. the co- the combat itself is... 
the actual gameplay is fine. It is very tactical mech game style. Like, mm. you are fully in control of a big Zaku because you're playing as the Zeon forces, which is technically the bad guys. And so you're flying around. You're in a, you're in a big area the same way you will in most of these kind of 3D fighting games. It kind of... It has the feel, I would say, in like how you move and stuff of a Dynasty Warriors, but it isn't that. It's much more slow and methodical okay. because you're you're walking around and it's like it's trying to relay some of the realism of Gundam in that you know you fire a shot and you need to wait for your weapon to reload, or you you go up the beam saber, but because your Zaku is slow in on Earth because of gravity, it takes time to attack. Mm. It, it there's just something about it that right now for me because the the main character is a heavy unit. And that's not really what I would play if I was playing an armored core or something like this. It just feels very, very slow, mm-hmm. which is a shame because I I think the bones of the game and from what I've played, it seems quite fun. Like I think. Do you have the option to play as different Gundams? So you are in a squad of three, and I'm hoping that the the next mission seems to be I've bought I fought against these two other girls in my unit because you are the fairy unit which is essentially girls. the yes the shitty the shitty zeon command going like ha 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 let's call them the fairy unit because they're women but they're all people who actually fought in the one year war and stuff and are actually very good mech pilots but you know it's, anime, it's like gunbuster it? yeah kind of a little bit it's it's got it's, it's got a bit of that it's it's got a bit of gunbuster but like I said, Sakura Wars is the closest analogy okay. I have. It's all very like, oh, I'm very klutzy. Oops, I knocked over the robot kind of things. And it's just like Yeah, that right sounds thing. pretty gunbuster to me. Yeah, d- d- very much so, but like I don't I don't really love it in this. I don't know. It it could just be because I've just got off a real a real serious ass Gundam show. And then I'm playing this, and the tone feels a bit weird. Mm. So it wasn't exactly what you were hoping for. After, no, say, it's not scratching Gundam. that itch. And honestly, I was kind of hoping it would, because then I may have delayed me buying a, a Armored Core. But I'm probably just going to pick up Armored Core now when it comes out at the end of the month and play and enjoy that instead. Okay, which is a bit more gritty. It, I, it, I, it, I mean, it is, but it also just I've watched gameplay footage of it, and it just it just seems so much faster and just so. So much less of a mobile game slash less fiddly sure. than this. Sure. The controls just feel cumbersome, man. That's my only complaint. Will with you it. be like, seeing this through to the end? I will try. Spent this money on it. I will try to. I don't know. I honestly, I it's one of those things where I just like, well, do I just write it off? as sunk cost fallacy and go like, well, I'm not going to complete this because I paid 15 quid for it. At least I didn't pay £40 for it. So Yeah, okay. Oh, well, Matt, speaking of sales, I picked up a few things in the sale recently. Digitally. You got some deals? I did. I, I started off on the Switch and I was um, away from home and I fancy playing a One Piece game and I saw that Pirate Warriors 4 was on offer for just under 10 quid and I thought, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll just get that. Um, even though I've already got it on Xbox One. But uh, <laughs> I wanted a portable uh, and One Piece game on my Switch. I could play it any time. So uh, you know why it was on offer, don't you? With well, I don't know. It's the deluxe version. That's pretty it's good. It's because they've just f- they've released like 
I don't know, five years after its launch, a new DLC for it. Okay. Um, that ties into what is currently going on. In oh, the cool. Right, I get it. Um, well, I By got the way, this. Uh, so... ha- ha- happy One Piece Day for those listening. Um, I won't spoil what happens, but there's a big event going on. Oh, new anime right episodes, it, yeah. Oh, but I, I can't say, Tom, it's a spoiler for you and a spoiler potentially for our listening audience. But those who know will know. Something big happened in that there anime today, Tom Parry. It's been hyped up for weeks. Today it happened. Yes, it, it happened. Okay, so it's nothing to do with the, the uh, Gear Five stuff, which I can see all it over is. the. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's kind of like Luffy going Super Saiyan. Well, I'll tell you where I'm at. I'm. Uh, he's just used Gear Two. <laughs> in um, yeah. In 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 Water Seven. Yeah. Anyway. Right, uh, what's the about One Piece? Yeah, so so that's good. It runs fine on the Switch. I mean, it doesn't look quite as nice or high res as it does on the other consoles, but it it plays well and it's nice and fast and it's an enjoyable game. So uh, happy to have that on my Switch. Uh, also picked up on the PS4, Way of the oh, what's it called? It's fist. Right, way of the passive fist, I think it's called. Right. Now this is a side scrolling beat 'em up with an emphasis on countering. Okay. So uh you can counter punches with square, counter throws with circle, you gotta dodge, and then once you've depleted the enemy's energy, you can then press triangle and knock them back. Uh, so no, it's a cool. really f- fresh take. It's got great visuals, pixel art style, um, great character designs and things. Uh, quite challenging, at least it worked well. Up the boss, I couldn't work out what to do on the first boss. I only played it briefly this morning, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll get to grips with that and work out how to, how to beat him eventually. But it's a great uh, concept and plays really well. I, I really like it, and it was only one pound something so it looks worth a quid for sure it looks really oh nice. worth a quid yeah i think it's usually what tenner or just under so okay quite 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 good bargain i thought i'd pick up the two latest cotton games cotton fantasy and cotton remake or reboot yeah yeah or the ps4 mm-hmm. which have gone down from what 35 pounds to like just over 10 pounds each oh really yeah, so so I got the two of them for twenty one pounds. Okay, for both, which I was quite happy with. I mean, it's a saving of about fifty quid. So uh, I am know. definitely going to buy those because I yeah. wanted to play those games for a long time. Well, I like the original cotton. I mean, back in the days of SNES emulation, hundred <laughs> percent mm-hmm. cotton was uh, one of my go to games. So yeah, I thought I'd try these out because they were on offer. So I haven't played them yet, so I can't, can't possibly comment on them. But these are the the, the newest ones. They aren't ports. They're, they're... Uh, well, Con Reboot, I'm a bit confused about. I'm not sure what it's a reboot of, the, the the Famicom one, Super Famicom one, or or another cotton game. I think MSX or something like that. I'm not I'm not too sure. I have to, I'd have to do some research. I haven't done so. my research. I just saw the prices and was like, nah. Yeah, yeah, but now now they're affordable in in, in the PlayStation sale, uh, currently. So uh, let's just uh, let's just check that what what Cotton Reboot actually is. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was a, it's another Cotton game. I thought I'll uh, considering it was cheap. I tried it again. It's a completely remastered version of Cotton Fantastic Night Dreams, which I 
don't know which one that is. Is it the the very first cotton game, which wasn't on Super Nintendo? Hard to um, hard to ascertain right now, uh, but I'm sure you can uh, if you're interested. Look that Cotton up. Cotton Fana- uh, Fantastic Night's Dreams is a Sky uh, Sharp X. Oh, it's success. a PC game. It is, yeah. Um, Sharp X six eight thousand. Right, so it's a cotton game I've never played before. It's it, not a reboot it's... of hundred percent cotton. For the for those of you who are into cotton, it is the arcade one is the ah, main place right. you would have probably thought about this game. Cool. Um I'm not a huge uh, shump player, but shmup. I have oh shmup. Okay, sorry. See there you go, I've just uh Okay. My... Oh, while, while I'm being a pedantic arsehole, it's actually Gear Second as well, <laughs> not Gear Two. He calls it Gear Two in the manga. I know he does, and it it fucks. I only read I the manga, Matt. I don't understand why it does it in the manga, and then when I, you hear it said it's second and third, because I thought the same thing. I thought things was... are quite different in the manga. I mean, I'm I'm unsure whether Usopp's uh, alter ego is called uh, Sniper King in the anime or not. It's called Soga King. In the yeah, anime. well, he's Sniper King in the manga. So it's because they can't... translate things. I mean, Zoro is also called Zolo, which fucks me off no end in the official translation. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, what are we talking <laughs> with the cotton, cotton? Yeah, if you cotton. like cotton games, which are side scrolling, cute ups, as you would say, side scrolling shooters, uh, where you're a witch uh, on a broom, and it's a, it's a fun. Um, what are you calling them, Matt? Shmup. 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 Okay, I got. I. Go. I. The Shoot only reason I. The only reason I'm being a pedantic arsehole is because someone was a pedantic arsehole to me when I reviewed Gradius. I think I was okay. like, it's not. It's not. Shma- it, did they also say it's Gradius? They probably <laughs> did. I don't care. I don't know if it's Gradius or Gradius, but who cares? It's pedantic, isn't it? It's, it's exactly uh, the game anyway. where you shoot things. I think we're running out of steam, aren't we? <laughs> we are, we are. It's, it's been a while. These podcasting muscles are just warming them up. But there it's you fine. go. There's a plethora of gaming goodness uh, we've talked about on the show today. You know, uh, some racing games, some some shooting games, some Gundam games, some yeah. sacrificial games. lamb games. Some sacrificial lamb games, yeah. Some yeah. some odd pokes at religion, yeah. And a bit of One Piece, a bit of anime goodness sprinkled in there if, if that's your that's your thing. Yes, How about that summing up of the episode? That's very nice, Tom Parry. You, Do you like that? Can you can you remember the names of the game? All the games we talked. Okay, about? yeah, let's try that. Um, Sacrificial Lamb game. Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb, perfect. Uh, Gundam Fairy game. Uh, God no! I need to look up the bloody name of this. <laughs> uh, um, Gundam Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Frontiers Code Fairy. I think it's called. Lovely. Street Fighter Six, easy one Street to remember. Yeah. Star Wars Racer Revenge, and a, mm-hmm. a little bit of chat on uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer. Uh, Sega Rally Online Arcade for Xbox yeah, I, 360. I threw in Cruising Blast just to be annoying, even though we didn't actually talk about that game because neither of us has played it. Cruising Blast. Now, uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors Four, which you say there's new add-on content. DLC for yes. No DLC. Yeah. Um, Cotton. Fantasy, which I hardly talked about. I talked more about Cotton Reboot. Um, and Way of the Passive Fist, 
wave the passive fist. So is that it? Is that every game we've talked about? That is every game. We we've haven't mentioned. About. Oh, you mentioned Yakuza already because I, you mentioned I mean, that in, yeah, in relation Fighter to Street Six. Fighter. Shenmue, 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 Shenmue. Anyway, Gex, Shenmue. Um, uh, no, we're not bringing Gex into this pantheon. Shadows of the Damned. Shad- Shadows of the Damned. <laughs> El Shaddai. They are welcome on this podcast. Get your filthy Gex out of here. Um, <laughs> If you've enjoyed this podcast um, up until the last minute where we talked about terrible 3D platformers, you can find the podcast in a variety of places such as on tomamattattack.com forward slash podcast. We're on blastprocess.com. You can find us on the social medias. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tomamattattack. We're on the platform formerly known as Twitter um, at Gameball for me, at Tom Perry 11 for him, and collectively at TMA Cast. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. If you want to listen to us, give us a cheeky rate and subscribe, but let us know that you're out there. Um, and what you call Luffy's transformations in One Piece in the Twitter comments, I'm sure. Tom, always a pleasure, mate. Um, Matthew. We'll be back next week. I resent that you called Gex a terrible 3D platformer. I know. I did it to rile you, and the professional that you me. are, you did not respond. You waited until clean air. So good for you, Tom Power. You've passed the test. I was fuming through that whole outro. I could see on your face. <laughs> it's okay. Right. Um, Gex slander aside, Tom Parry, it's been a pleasure podcasting with you. Um, and thank Same. you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. <gasps> Consecutive podcasts. Yeah, yeah, we should be. Yeah. We will, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Unless anything happens, touch wood, it'll all be fine. Right, cool. Thanks for podcasting, Tom. Thank you out there for listening. Everybody, be sure, as always, to game on. Game on. <laughs>